I'm Kim Grinnells of Dogman.com with Scott Eklund. Husky football spring ball starts April 3rd, which is on a Wednesday. We will have it covered wall to wall from beginning to end every day with daily breakdowns, analysis, and everything you would want for Husky football to get your Husky football fix. And just a reminder, if you're looking for those daily updates and breaking news alerts, shoot us a note, huskystadium at gmail.com, subject line newsletter. We'll get those into your inbox and keep you up to date with what's going on. Wide receivers, we will break it all down. It will be a position that definitely we need to see some guys set up. They have their leading receiver from last year, Aaron Fuller, returning. But it's time for some guys to step up with a new quarterback. It could get interesting. But, Scott, uh, Aaron Fuller coming back, and uh, he seemed to be pretty reliable. Maybe the Seahawks equivalent to a Doug Baldwin. Just uh, not real flashy, but just seemed to get things done. Yeah, I you know he's the leader of there's four uh, returning um, senior wide receivers Andre uh, Aaron Fuller, Andre Bocelli, Chico McClatcher, and Quentin Pounds. We'll talk about the other guys in a second, but Aaron Fuller is the most uh, prolific of that group. And um, last year he was the number one receiver for the Huskies. The problem is when he got taken out of games, that was when Washington really seemed to struggle. And when he had good games and he was presenting himself and getting open, that was when Washington was able to be successful. So this year, I, I've said it uh, many times on the message boards, I think Aaron Fuller would be a better third receiver than he is as a number one wide receiver. But that being the case, Washington kind of needs him to step up. He's 5'11", 186 pounds. Um, can get open, probably better out of the slot than he is out wide, but uh, he's a guy who really needs to have a good spring and, and a good senior season. Yeah, Andre Bocelli, uh, I, I'm still confused on how to pronounce his name. Is it Bocelli? Bocelli, how do you pronounce it? It's, it's Bocelli. Um, I, sometimes I make the mistake and say Bocelli, but it's actually Andre Bocelli. He's one of the fastest guys on the team. Yeah, and had a great Husky combine, showed off a great vertical. I think he was somewhere around... Um, 36, something like that in, in the vertical, very explosive guy, really came on toward the end of the season, had a really productive uh, season for the Huskies as a junior last fall, uh, finished with, what? let's see here, second on the team in receptions with 55 receptions for 584 yards. The weird thing about Andre Bocelli, though, is that he has never actually gotten into the end zone yet in three years of playing, so... Um, I think this is the year when we need to see that guy, you know, score four to eight touchdowns somewhere in that range because he's really going to be counted on out of the slot. Chico McClatcher, a uh, guy who left the team last year, had some family, personal issues to deal with, but looks like he is back ready to go 100% and uh, committed back to the team. Not that he wasn't committed, he was just dealing with some external things that were kind of tough. Yeah, and you know, you mentioned the external things, and, and that definitely is why he ended up leaving the team, but that he was dealing with some, I, I would say, I'm not saying clinical depression, but I would say he was a little depressed last year and a little stressed out. He was trying to come back from his leg injury, the first real significant injury of his career, not just in college, but also in high school as well. So he's a guy that really needs to, they, they missed his big playabilities last year in the in both the running game when he would come around for those sweeps and things like that but he's so great in space and, and can make guys miss washington really missed his big playability so getting him back and getting him healthy both mentally and physically is going to be a huge key for them i don't think it was just the on the field but off the field he's such a great kid i mean he adds a lot of personality to the team 
he's one of those guys that when you talk to, you enjoy talking to him, you enjoy his smile. He's just an all-around great kid, and uh, not having Chico around, I think, hurt a little bit, and he's a good kid to have around the team. Yes, I agree. He's a very engaging person, and it was kind of fun to see him out there joking around with his friends and teammates um, during the Husky Combine. He didn't He didn't do a lot. Um, he did the vertical. I don't know if he ended up doing the – the uh, 40 or not, but, uh, you know, he's a he's a solid guy and, and solid all-around player for the Huskies. You know, before we started the uh, podcast, Scott, you know, I just want to make sure that we don't skip any of the players and uh, Quentin Pounds, you know, and you mentioned, I, I didn't have him on my list, and I asked you, is he still with the team? Well, you yeah. tell Pete, is he still with the team, Scott? <laughs> yes, he is. He's actually on the roster still, and um, according to the people that I talked to at the combine, he's just rehabbing his knee and hopes to make it uh, one last go for his senior season here at the University of Washington. He's a guy who has had some highlight reel plays. You know, I talked about him in my in my write up, but uh, that that catch that he had against Colorado, where he goes up between two defenders uh, two years ago, back in 2017. And he makes that spectacular catch, probably the catch of the year. And then he it, to start off the season against Auburn, he has that one-handed touchdown grab uh, to give Washington their first touchdown of the season. So, um, you know, it he's he's a guy who has that big play potential. He just hasn't been able to stay healthy. It's going to be real fun to see if he's able to stay healthy, and because he can add some playmaking ability to this to this wide receiver core. Year three in the program is when you like to see the big jumps. Year three, Ty Jones. Is this the year we see him really emerge? Yeah, we really need to see it. We The, the thing about Ty Jones is when you have a guy who's 6'4 and about 210 pounds, you expect him to be a big physical receiver, use his body, be able to go up in the middle of traffic and, and grab balls. And while he does that every now and then, he, that is not his game. He's more of a finesse receiver. We've seen him have a few drops here and there, lacks of concentration and everything like that. Washington needs his big playability down the field. That's where he really made his mark in high school was as a down-the-field guy and going up and getting jump balls. That We haven't seen very much of that, maybe a little bit here and there, but he was taken out for large amounts of time during the season. I mean, there were a couple games where I don't even remember him making a significant catch other than maybe one or two grabs. So Washington needs him um, to use that size and to get more physical. Maybe Junior Adams coming in and being that new voice in his ear. He's he's played for three different coaches now, and or I guess no, only two different coaches um, during the season. So it you know it we need to see him be a more physical dominating presence for the Huskies because we haven't seen it quite yet. He's he's on the cusp, but he hasn't gotten there yet. Yeah, uh, next guy we want to talk about, Jordan Chen. I jokingly say he's the only guy I've seen on the roster come in at a skill position who weighs less after three years in the program than when he arrived. Jordan Chen is thin, he's fast, you know, and he makes some plays. He's hurt a lot, but, uh, boy, I think this might be the year where Jordan Chen needs to show what we've been hearing about. Absolutely does. And the the ironic thing about Jordan Chen is Washington's – Offense was really faltering in that Ohio State game and um, in the Rose Bowl. And Jordan Chin comes up with that big catch and spurs them onto, I think, their first touchdown drive. So, um, you know, and that was like, where did that come from? You know, and, and um, he's, he's, like you said, Kim, got a lot of speed, but he's skinny. Um, he isn't the greatest blocker in the world. And, um, you know, I, I really am trying to figure out where he fits in best with this team. So 
Um, this spring will be his chance to prove to Junior Adams I'm able to do some stuff for you guys. And uh, then he has to have a good offseason. I mean, that's what all these players have to have. They have to have a good spring, and then that has to kickstart their offseason as they get into fall camp and then into the season. Another guy third year in the program, uh, Terrell Bynum. Great athlete. We haven't seen the production yet. Is this yeah. the year he steps up? Yeah, I, it needs to be because the guys coming up behind him are pretty darn talented and have a lot of the same skill set he has. When, when By Terrell Bynum wound up at the University of Washington and signing with him, he came in with a reputation as as having uh, being able to be a really good open field guy, getting the ball in his hands on a short pass and letting him do the work with his legs. But he hasn't really stepped up and made made plays. Actually, had a couple uh, like holding penalties on uh, that that caused big plays to come back. So. Um, I still think this guy is an asset, but he needs to figure out his way. He's a redshirt sophomore this fall, still has plenty of time to make his mark on the program, but it needs to happen now because, like I said, there are guys coming up behind him, and we're going to talk about him in a second, but there's guys coming up behind him that are really, really talented. You talk about the three guys behind him coming in. They all redshirted last year. Uh, really good recruiting class that was able to redshirt last year. Uh, Marquis Spiker, Trey Lowe, Austin Osborne. But uh, Marquis Spiker is a guy that has some pretty high expectations. I think he broke the record in California for most touchdowns in a season. But uh, definitely a guy. Um, would you put him in the Ty Jones uh, similar to Ty Jones, or is he a little bit different? He's he's a little different. I mean, he has that downfield ability, but he's more of an accomplished guy as a route runner and, and in the short and intermediate routes. Um, and then in using his size, he's actually better with his size. One of the things we heard as the season progressed toward the end of the season, things started to really click in for him, and he was having a really, really good second half of the season. And a lot of people thought he'd end up getting some reps, possibly even in the bowl game because of how – good he uh, how well he was playing and how how he had kind of gotten gotten the playbook down and everything like that he, he never saw the field um he's a guy that washington really wants to to get uh more more integrated into the system um when you're 6'3 191 pounds i think he's probably a little bigger than that we'll see but uh, if he can be 6'3 and close to 200 pounds by the start of the season man you could see a very special prospect out there for Washington at the wide receiver position. Trey Lowe, not a big guy. He's thick. A lot of people compare him to Chico McClatcher. I think he's actually thicker than Chico, though. He might be. Uh, 5'8", 185 pounds, real strong, great open field guy, has good speed, was a record-setting running back uh, down in Oregon, um, rushed for something like almost 7,000 yards and I think like 100 and some touchdowns. I mean, it was pretty ridiculous the amount of, of uh, uh, touchdowns and yards that he had as a as a three-year player at uh, Jesuit down there. And, and uh, Washington wants to get him integrated into their, their offense and figure out different ways to use him. I see him in that Chico McClatcher role. But like you said, Kim, he's probably a little bit bigger. Can he play running back? Um, I don't think on a regular basis, but yeah, you could see him getting a few carries here and there. Okay. Uh, Austin Osborne, um, highly touted guy coming out of uh, God, where would um, I spaced all of a sudden? It's it's the same high school. Now now you're making me space. It's what? the same same high school that Mark Sanchez came out of. Um, yeah. Anyway, keep going. <laughs> 
Uh, I haven't seen a whole lot of him. We saw a little bit of him in uh, spring ball last year and fall ball, but uh, knowing that he was going to red shirts, we didn't see a lot of reps. We didn't see a lot out of him, but that doesn't mean he's not going to contribute. So uh, one of those guys we'll definitely be keeping an eye on uh, in the spring. Yeah, Mission Viejo, by the way, is there the school go. that he came out of. And um, when you watch his highlights from high school, you see a guy who can catch the ball on short and intermediate routes and make plays with his legs he's got surprising speed he's pretty explosive he's six to 195 pounds i think he's going to be that guy who could be a great possession third down receiver for you and maybe even surprise some people with his you you talked about um a doug baldwin type and i know know he's bigger than doug baldwin but he kind of has that same kind of game not a guy who's going to blow you away with any one trait but he's just really, really good at everything he does. And I think the Husky coaches are pretty excited to see what he can do now that he's got a year in the system. Yeah, the thing about him that kind of stood out, he's not one of these um, kids who's a blazer, but doesn't he, he kind of looks like he's not putting out a lot of energy. Mm-hmm. That's because he just seems really smooth. He's yeah, not all he does. He's just kind of like a gazelle out there. Yeah, he does. He doesn't run run real. Uh, he doesn't. He's not choppy or anything like that. He he is very smooth, Kim. I think it's a great way of describing him. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to keep an eye on uh, Austin Osborne, and uh, you know we'll see. We'll see how that uh, progresses, especially with the new quarterback. A couple of walk-ons receivers. I'm not even going to attempt to talk, uh, pronounce it. So you just go ahead on that. Fatu Sua got an A. Um, if and, you say so. Okay. okay, and he's a wide receiver. He played for Delaware State for two years. He's from, uh, I believe he's from Hawaii, so he wanted to get back closer to his family. I don't know his whole story, but he's a guy who had some success on the football field. Now, I'm not saying he's going to press for playing time or, or anything like that, but I wouldn't be surprised to see him, because tw- he'll, he'll be a third-year junior this year, and or I'm sorry, fourth-year junior this year, and he'll be a guy that can then – maybe possibly push for playing time later and you know maybe as a sophomore as a senior and and uh he's smart he's got good hands runs good routes six foot 186 pounds really solid player and then david pritchard a local guy um from Eastside catholic uh redshirt freshman six foot they've got him listed at 165 i'd be surprised if he's still that weight right now i bet he's a little bit bigger than that but uh he's a guy just a solid uh, slot receiver and um, probably won't ever see the field but if he does you know it'd possibly be in some some uh, cleanup duty and in, in a big win or something like that but uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see him on special teams because he's got that kind of gritty attitude yeah wrap it up on wide receivers anything to add to close this out Scott no, I mean, you, you said it, uh, that Washington needs this group to step up. They need them to be better than they were last year. They need um, some of the younger guys to come along. And then we've got two really good wide receivers coming in, and Taj Davis and Puka Nakua. And those guys are going to be integrated in uh, this summer. And I wouldn't be surprised to see one, if not both of them, getting reps this season. Hopefully they can save their red shirts. But uh, if they're too good to keep off the field, then that's not going to happen. So uh, we'll see. This is a talented group. They're going to have some good quarterbacks throwing their way, so um, it'll be fun to watch. One more guy to cover. Uh, they have a new coach, Junior Adams. What's he bring to the field? Yeah, Junior Adams, you know, I, I, I'm really excited to see what, what he's able to do. You know, he's, he's had success at pretty much every place that he's been, um, and he's a, he's a coach that the players all have raved about. Um, Andre Bocelli was the one that talked to us uh, during – 
the Husky Combine, and he said meeting uh, Coach Adams and talking to him, he already feels very, very comfortable with him and uh, his style of coaching and, and his knowledge of the system and everything like that. It's going to be real fun to watch how the Husky – receivers improve this year over what they've done over the past couple years. Again, if you're looking for those daily updates as well as breaking news reminders and alerts, just shoot us a note, huskystadium at gmail.com. We will get those in your inbox. You're going to definitely want to have those alerts and the and uh, the reminders in your inbox during spring ball uh, will keep you up to date. So for all of us at dogman.com, I'm Kim Grenells along with Scott Eklund. Go dogs.